Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the, well, I might be a little biased, but the greatest pro wrestling podcast on the face of the earth. We are the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. I am your esteemed co-host, Kenny Oak, joined with, as always, by the man, the myth, and in my eyes, the legend, Chris Harris. You hey, look Chris. you look so you? soft in the cheek when you ah, said that. Don't do that. Be, be a little more masculine on the show. It's the, it's the alcohol, and when I look at you, that's I true. can't contain myself. Oh, my God. We yeah, are certainly the best oh, fan perspective wrestling podcast out there. Oh, fuck that. We are the best <laughs> pro wrestling podcast ever. there is. No, well, maybe not ever. Nope, if we're going to do I mean, it. As of right this second, like probably the the best podcast recording at this moment at this, that, that there is. At East Coast, not forty nine East Coast time. <laughs> I dare any other podcast recording at this very second to, to, to touch us. But nothing on us. On a Friday. But SummerSlam is... <laughs> Believe it or not, the party of the summer... Um, is here. NXT is a is a day away, less than twenty four hours. I'm much more excited about that. And God, I'm 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 just gonna go ahead and say this. I'm more excited to watch some preseason football than SummerSlam. But yeah, <sighs> catch me on Kitty Oak Sports. Oh gosh, that'll be uh, a rough. That'll be a hard sell. But yeah, I mean. Unless you can convince me otherwise in the in the course of this episode, okay. when we discuss SummerSlam and our picks, yeah, I'm not looking forward to Sunday night. Okay. Well, we're doing drunk commentary, so this is going to be a good one anyway. And that's every you can't just call it like that's something that we like. Oh, this is <laughs> this is just what we're doing. Yeah, just tonight. It's not no, previous it's seventy episodes. Welcome to seventy one, the first edition of drunk commentary. No, not so much. Good number, 71. Strong number, yeah. But we're going to talk oh. SummerSlam. Uh, we're going to talk NXT because it deserves to be talked about. I have some problems. You have some gripes. We have some objective statements to make, and we're going to get through this a bit. I'm drinking. You're drinking. Yes, I am. In my dad mug. Look at that. That's a mug. I'm glad you said it first because I was going to call it a mug and laugh at you. But... <laughs> This is a man's mug. It, it says dad on it, because okay. that's what I am. Write that down. We're going to get through the card, and you say you're not excited, you'd rather watch football, because oh. preseason football yes. is upon us. I'd rather yes. watch the Ottawa Red Blacks go against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, bubs. Ugh. Shout out to no, our brothers up north. we're not shouting them out. They don't listen to us. We haven't expanded to Canada yet. Those <laughs> iTunes markets are rather strict on geographical yes. lines. But we're um, on all the major sites. I'm sure they have yeah. Google Podcast and Apple iTunes up there. I guess they do. They, they're the Canadian version. CanadaPodcast.org or Google. something. Google.ca yeah. slash podcast slash A. Slash, yeah, A with Ottawa somewhere mixed in between or I'm from Manitoba. <laughs> New Brunswick myself. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Okay, but yes, let digress often. Let's talk about the good stuff. Let's talk about NXT. Takeover, yes. takeover is yet to disappoint. 
they've been going strong for yes. for long enough now that we I don't remember what number they're on at all. Like twenty seven, probably twenty eight. Twenty five was just recently, right? So yeah, that's why I'm going okay. with yeah, being so, safe and going with there you go twenty seven. So that's a lot, but um, correct me if Chris is wrong. You're right, my fault. They've all been good, and yes. this one, and they're doing it once again. The typical, I'm calling it standard now for them. Five matches to the card. All the matches are mostly important. They're all rivalry-driven, at least. We're mm -hmm. going to see, I mean, all the tag titles. And then um, there's one singles match on here as well. How long have I said that that's like the happy medium? Like, make it, keep it five to six matches, and you're going to have a high-quality show. It's easy for NXT to do 13, that. 13, 14, 15 matches. I don't need six hours of wrestling. Because by and large, it's not good. It's below average to average at best. The problem they face is they have so many great guys that we want to see that they run into the problem if they did six matches on a SummerSlam, you know how many people of relevance that they'd have to okay. leave off? That's great, but you know how much intrigue and actual story there would be? Maybe if, if more, you, but... If you don't have a compelling enough character to make a show like SummerSlam, then Tough Balls, work on it. Okay, that's not fair enough for everyone to drink in, but I see your point. Right now, there's 10 matches, it looks like, that Sunday's going to have. Last year it had 13, so we're going in the right direction, trending-wise, at least we're yeah. going down. I'm happy with that. Yeah, least. so that's a step forward. But um, I mentioned to you earlier before we started recording that uh, the IC title is not featured yeah. featured on here. Um, it's Shinsuke's right now. I had to take a second yes. to think about that. It, it is. I almost asked you who it was. <laughs> it's, but then, it's, it's his. For some reason, Ahmed Johnson popped in my head. Yeah, okay. That was Pearl River that's a long plunge. time ago. <laughs> so we're going to get no Shinsuke. The IC title has been flip-flopped for a while. That's right it's... now. They're going to announce that no. an hour before the show, they'll announce a match on the pre-show. Uh, I don't want They'll that. They'll change, change hands. Change the time. No, it won't. This is supposed to be the time where they actually push him again, like the again, U.S. Yes. title situation. Okay. Oh, sorry. What happened to at 32, 33 when he lost to AJ? And then... Just started destroying his nuts from there on out. Thirty-four, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. I'm. Man, wow. Yeah. Wow. Drink too much right okay. now. I need to slow it down. I have a problem. But NXT Toronto, five matches, and we're do, we're getting two out of three falls. I again between Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano, but why not? With the because third fall being. And it's going to go to a third fall, with the third fall being stipulated by general manager uh, William Regal. That adds so a little bit of intrigue to me. Yeah. Because you certainly expect this to go to the third the third match, obviously. We, we don't oh, want absolutely. this to be uh, a two out of, or a, a two consecutive pinfall for either of them. Because Cole just, just, yeah, just, just destroys them. them. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like that. But uh, it, I don't. Quite, there's been a lot of speculation as to what William Regal would do because given specific timelines, there's talk that Tommaso Ciampa is healed and he's ready to return and that Regal would come out and make it a triple threat for the third fall. 
Now, I'm not that would. I'm not that, saying now, that would be something. I'm not saying that I wouldn't like it. Black part of NXT. I'm saying it's rather far fetched, but given NXT's ability it is. to to keep things to keep us all really guessing, because I mean their storyline telling is very nice. Triple H and Regal do a lot of good things. We don't learn a whole lot about their backstage stuff. A lot of the dirt seats so really only leak main roster stuff. So if that were to happen, Bubs, that's a huge pop. Like oh, absolutely. During during the match, if he were to come out and announce that and. Champa's a heel, but at that point it doesn't matter, right? No, because if, I mean, what if Teddy Long comes out and it becomes a hell in a cell with the, the Undertaker? With the Undertaker. But, <laughs> okay. I mean, imagine. Now it, you, they could start the show, and there's a steel cage hanging from above the ring, and that would kind of give it away. That would. Damn it! I hope they don't <laughs> or, do that. Or he calls. He says it's a steel cage match, and then like the ring crew comes out and starts putting the cage together. And Forty-five minute delays later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it adds a ton of intrigue. Uh, really makes you start to think of all the possibilities. Right. I, I would, I mean, I don't know about you, but I would love a third fall triple threat, but it doesn't make sense, honestly, in the scope of it. And, and NXT is not one for throwing something kind of gimmicky like that out. Now... Ciampa could come out and screw Gargano to continue that feud or mm. come out and help Gargano. We don't know. But it could be a last man standing. It, it could be almost anything, and that, that's what adds so much interest behind it because we don't know what it's going to be. The, the wrestlers don't know what it's going to be. Regal's going to announce it, and the, someone's going to be upset. Someone's going to be ecstatic. Uh, there's gonna be Maro jumping out of his seat. I hope for it. Uh, he's Ma- the best. I in just business. want a camera but always from on boxing him. to MMA to pro wrestling. Maro is the best announcer there is. But I, there's just the, the the possibilities are endless, mm-hmm. and that's what's so exciting about it because it's simple. Yeah, it's. It's not drawn out. It's unpredictable, and that's what makes NXT so exciting and interesting and what makes us come back for more and get so excited about these shows, even though there's a lack of build to it. Right, which that one certainly has felt like. I mentioned that to you also earlier that of all the builds, this one has felt lackluster, and it's not just because I've intentionally been kind of stepped away from NXT a bit. But even re-catching up and seeing all the highlights, the builds, they're just not as kind of in-depth as the last two to three were. From Phoenix to New York and then um, 25. So I don't know really why that is. They still have all the star power. Adam Cole is as over as he can be. Gar- Gargano is amazing. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we'll, get, we'll talk about the Velveteen Dream, but he's still there. Pete Dunne is doing great stuff. So it, I, I'm not sure why this is. This might just be a one-off feeling I have towards this one, but something's lacking for me from this build. But I don't think that the card will disappoint any more than the others haven't either. They've all been great. I think this one will be great as well, really led by that main event because the stipulation just has so many possibilities. And it's kind of unique. We don't know what it will be, and, the, and everyone is relying on William Regal to come out and announce something. That is, It leaves you on the edge of your seat a bit, and that's what I love about NXT, and that's what we're going to get. 
Yes, and that's what makes NXT so good, is even though there's not a lot of build to it, we're still so excited about it because we know the expectation Mm -hmm. is that it's going to be great regardless. The in-ring work is going to be fantastic. The storytelling within the confines of the ring is going to be um, amazing. The commentary team is going to effectively put over everything going on inside the ring, outside the ring, and that's what makes NXT so good. Mm-hmm. It's the simple storytelling. It's pro wrestling 101. Okay? Why people... WWE is as big as it is because it's mainstream. And it got mainstream because it went away from the kind of tropes of pro wrestling. And a lot of the audience of the WWE aren't pro wrestling fans. The majority of the audience are just people who enjoy seeing some athletic feats and get excited for some kind of over-the-top storytelling. But the people who truly love pro wrestling, the true wrestling fans, the people who are obsessed with wrestling loved old school AWA loved old school WCW because that is pure pro wrestling storytelling is simple all you have to do is have a bad guy do bad guy things a good guy say good guy things and people get invested into it you don't have to be told you don't need hyperbole you just need two guys going in there trying to knock each other's heads off and it's more believable that way. Mm-hmm. You believe that Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano want to beat each other senseless for that title because that title means more to them than anything else. Right. And that's why NXT is so good. The title meaning something is a, it's a thing. And it's, it's, right. And it's not just the title. It's, it's the entire product itself. But yes, you're right. The title... I think there's a lot of there's a lot of pride when all these guys knowing that they're on the brand on the NXT brand that they feel almost compelled to do their absolute best and not to say that they're they're content they don't want to move up and do things on Raw and SmackDown and be up there with well, some they of the, want that money that the Raw big, SmackDown money sure and they do they're, they're, that's a real thing and I mean hell that's something we all want right we all want to do better yeah. we all want to make money we all want to progress in our careers but these guys exactly they've They've all kind of, they've sat back and they've said, all right, I'm going to be the best that I can. Because I guarantee you there's a motivator in the back. And it could be Triple H himself that says, do do your absolute best down here for two years. Or he says three years to some of these guys. There's a lot of, I mean, Gargano's been on NXT for a while. Has he not? Like, yeah. D, remember, DIY was a while ago. So, you take... I mean, Tyler Breeze is back in NXT and he was there yeah. from... Since like 2011 or something crazy like that. Florida championship guy, right? So he was, he was. And for these guys to put on the matches that they do to to really invest into the feuds, to go after the title, to make it mean something, is really why the brands are so different. And I'll I'll bring up a a point about NXT once we're done with our selections here about how it kind of moves forward. But this is a two out of three falls match, Bubs. How do you how do you see it going? Does it end? Does Cole? Yeah, are we going to see a crazy, wonky third fall or a third stipulation? Is it going to be just a last man standing, like you said? What do you think this one actually mm. goes down to? See, as far as a prediction for the third stipulation, I don't really have one. 
And I don't want to have one. I want to be completely surprised. I don't want to be mm-hmm. like, ha, I told you so. Yeah. I want to be like, wow, that I, I can't believe that. But, I mean, honestly, it's going to be something simple. But as soon as it's announced, we're going to be like, oh, yes, this is awesome. Wow, what a great choice. Right. Because that just seems to be the trend in NXT. Whatever is chosen, we go, wow, what a great choice. That's exactly what I wanted, no matter what it was, right? Even if yes. it were to be a singles match in some cases, they would that would satisfy our needs somehow. <laughs> the third fall is a single Singles fall. <laughs> oh my god, yes. NXT. NXT. Right. I wish but I, I wish I had more of a submission guy because that a submission fall yes. to, to the end would be have a good climax to it as would an I quit. That would but, be a good story though. That would be a good story though because he isn't a submission guy. I know guy. it would favor Johnny Gargano, Gargano is. Mhm. But Adam Cole would have to have to think on his feet. He'd have to come up with something. We would see him start using different kind of moves. Maybe he puts a sharpshooter on. Maybe he goes for the walls of Jericho to kind of stick it to AEW. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I like that idea, Bubs. I'd like to see something like that 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 does catch us off guard just yeah, a bit. Stone Cold and Bret Hart in the greatest match of WrestleMania history was a submission match. Yeah. What did Stone Cold have? The million dollar dream? He had dream? the million dollar dream, baby. <laughs> Terrible. No, it was awful. <laughs> All right, but um, I'm, I'm totally with you on board on like, the surprise factor for that third one. So what... you got to have a prediction here. Who walks away as champion, though? Is Cole going to retain? Gargano. No, oh, jeez. You're right. Wow. I meant Cole. I don't know why I what said are you, Gargano. What are you doing? I need your focus right now. At my, I was looking at my phone. Teddy Bridgewater threw a dime for a touchdown. <laughs> that, does that matter? <laughs> it does. In preseason he's football, the quarterback of the future. He's supposed to be, but y'all got two years for that future to start. Oh. No, if, if the Saints win a Super Bowl, Breeze is retiring. Okay. Side note. But catch catch that on, on the next podcast. But yeah. Gar- yes, in like an hour, that's going to start. But it's going to be... Adam Cole. Johnny Gargano, I think, is too close to the main roster. Yes. Once, Garga- once Ciampa comes back, they're, they're going back up to the main roster. And 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 Adam Cole is going to continue to run NXT for at least another year. And probably debut after WrestleMania. At this point, I am overly ready for Gargano to move up. He needs to move up. He can do so many things. On and not that, not that you're tired, and you're not sick of seeing Gargano on NXT. No, you just feel that he deserves that. Yeah, upgrade in position. He's done everything great. I'm sure that he could do more storylines that I would get completely invested in, and his feuds would be great. He could be heel. He could be face. I just want to see him do it on a bigger scale and kind of make him almost prove himself on a different camera type of thing, and see if he can do it. Because okay, I think he can. He has a lot of charisma. People call him Johnny Wrestling, and that means a lot of things. So I'm with you on the Adam Cole. I would Cole love pick. to see him go, go go to the main roster and feud with uh, Andrade. Oh man, we could draw. We could do yeah. a lot of drawbacks to some NXT guys. I mean, Alistair yes. Black's up there too if we want to get into it. But Ooh, that would be really good. That's good stuff. I'm with you on Adam Cole, Bubs. Okay, and we'll see how that goes. The next part, and we got the NXT tag titles on here. The Street Profits have had more TV time on yes. on main roster fan. TV time than they have on NXT. So True. it almost feels like the feud itself is a little lackluster. They're with the Undisputed Era here with uh, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT tag titles. But is there a reason that 
Raw, I think mostly just Raw, that they've been on backstage segments like the last month they have consistently been on TV. Is that foreshadowing something? Because they've been up there showing off the titles. Do they want to move them up there? Because is that a good look? Because they've recently gotten these titles not too long ago. A lot of things to talk about here with the Street Profits because they are good. Yes, they are. And Montez Ford. Yes, when I went and watched... NXT a live an NXT live show. The Street Profits were so over. They were great on the mic, yep. fun in the ring, and why it's a big deal that they're on main roster television with the belts is that people are watching and they go, "Okay, these guys are champs. Like they must be pretty good." They must so be. that way, when they do get brought up to the main roster, which is very soon. Yes. It shows. Okay, it, it instantly gives them credibility because people see them. They go, "Hey, those guys were champions. Like that's that's a legit tag team." And then the commentary team will hopefully appropriately put them over. Like, "Oh my God, these guys were NXT tag team champions. You've seen them on WWE television." And now they're here. Oh, what are they yeah. doing? So, I think this is one of those instances where NXT has the undisputed era. They have him for a little bit of a long-term play here. Adam Cole is the champ. You put the titles back on the Undisputed Era, and they they hold the gold, much like the New Day does. Mm -hmm. So I do think the Undisputed Era do regain the NXT Tag Team Championships over the Street Profits, and we see the Street Profits get moved properly onto the main roster. Okay. So 90% of what you said makes perfect sense. If the Street okay. Profits move out of the NXT tag team pitcher, the NXT tag team pitcher has been a little bit lackluster for a, a little bit. Now, they've got some guys that are coming back on TV. That's going to be good shit. What I want to see... And That's what the I'm, thing about NXT is that it's a, con- it's a revolving door. It's constant. You know, Once one guy moves up, another person takes their spot. We said that about the so, NXT championship itself. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Once this guy moves on, who's... Once these guys move on, who's going to take over the mantle? Yeah. There's there's plenty of people who are going to take over the mantle. This is more of a want than an actual prediction, but I'm going to predict it anyway. I do want NXT to have a stable, just like Raw and SmackDown do, with three guys all holding championships, because mm-hmm. that, if nothing else, that creates paranoia within the IWC that says, the New Day... The OC and the Undisputed Era—they're all going to face each other at Survivor Series, three on three on three. That's the kind of hysteria that I want this to create, because that's we, the kind of match I want to see. That's something we all want to see too. So if they do that, it—you have to believe it's intentional that they put the, the, the United States title on AJ Styles, right? It's a yeah. there's a reason why the New Day have the tag titles back. Because all their stables, everyone in there, is holding some type of important piece or, or, or mid-level piece of gold. So I want that to be done on NXT as well. We've wanted that on from the Undisputed Era for a while. We've wanted them to be the power stable that kind of does things as a bit of a heel faction, even though they're extremely over as faces, it seems. So that's what I want. I want the Street Profits more. If I can get them on main roster TV, I'm cool with it too. So yeah, for the sake of me being greedy, I need the Undisputed Era here as well. Well, speaking of factions, whatever happened to Sanity? 
Can you? Yeah. Well, we can. Okay. Not answer that for me because you were a big Alexander. Wolf I was big into Alexander Wolf. Fan. Yeah, and he's now doing nothing. As McKillian Dane's doing nothing. Eric Young's doing nothing. But I think I've seen Eric Young chase around somebody for yep. the twenty four seven title. I think he was <laughs> running aloof in the backstage, probably after our yes. truth or something. And the EC three, they should, they should create a tag team. I, I don't know why the the stable never was given any time, because they they kind of proved they showed their hand. Cross, she's. Getting, I know she's, she's the only one. Big time TV time. She's a tag team champion. When they did uh, War Games two years ago, I think it was they were in that one, yes. right? And that was great shit. I don't understand. You were so. <laughs> Big on Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane, which I love Killian Dane. So big, so athletic. I was into the idea that they could be something different because they look different. Killian Dane did shit differently. Wolf had this, I'm just going to do whatever I want kind of crazy man thing going on. And the Some weird st- pants. He always wore, yeah, I think had, it was the pants. Weird pants the and pants, had the hair really. too, but... And yeah. I just wanted the idea. I'm a I'm a stable guy. At the end of the day, I'm gonna want something weird and different. That's why stables. that's why I was so into the Wyatts. That's why I've been, whether I wanted to or not, I've stayed with the New Day because of what the idea of a stable can do for you. So I don't, know, shirt right I don't know what it is that we we were seeing something that WWE backstage was seeing differently. Insanity, and yes. it's time to chalk them up as a loss at this point because I'm sure that. Maybe Killian Dane's doing stuff in in uh, WWE UK, I believe. NXT UK. Yeah, same fucking Twitter, Twitter handle. Okay, but yeah, I don't know where Eric Young is. That's a slap in the face to Dixie Carter. Well, so that's not all she gets slapped in the face. Stop. Anyway, moving on. Moving. I mean, Dixie Carter can get it. Let's oh, just go ahead and okay. throw that out there. Being honest on the TV I show. like older. I like older women. <laughs> Excuse me. Right I do. No, I it's like fair. middle-aged women. It's a fetish of mine. I okay. search it often on the internet. <laughs> Can't wait for my wife to get like ah, 20 years old. I Yes, then she'll be perfect. Until then, yeah, <laughs> not so much. Until then, I'm just going to have to just slog it through. Oh, my God. That's like I enjoy how it. How do you feel about Pete Dunne, Roddy Strong, and the Velveteen Dream in a match together? I am speaking of my love of middle-aged women. Like this is mm. this is right on right on par with it. Okay. It gets me just as aroused. I need to see the connection there, but it seems to be missing. Do you need to see it because mm. I'll show you. Uh, I'll show you uh, just how, how I enjoy this. Luckily, the lights but, out in your room and you're pixelated because I don't trust I, you. I don't understand why the lights keep going out in my house. <laughs> It's, they don't tell you that when you buy a house is that you're going to just it's haunted and or it just has <laughs> centuries of electrical issues that have yet to be tamed we need to do a podcast for ghost adventures and just tell them about your house they need to come investigate my my two 2400 square foot house yeah that would be compelling but yes this match is so oh this has all the writing for the match of the night it this does is, if it's not the main event, it's going to be this match. And it's going to be so good. And honestly, I don't know who wins. Do they keep the title on Velveteen? Maybe. Do they put it on Pete Dunne? I'd, I'd be okay with Maybe that. Maybe, if they put it on Body Roddy Strong. Strong. Undisputed Era has all the I gold. Know. 
I think that's kind of where they're going with this, and I'm just gonna go ahead and stay on the stay on the trail here and say that at the end of the night, the biggest story coming out of NXT is that the undisputed era holds all the gold. It's that's a which eventually leads to the downfall of undisputed era. Yeah, there has to be right. That's something I want to yes. see next year is internal turmoil, if you will, by somebody. I don't care who it is really at this point, but that needs to happen. A couple things here. The match is going to be sensational. There's a lot of different styles in here. Roddy Strong can do a bit of everything. The Velveteen has a a slower yet, you know, athletic long build to him. He has a methodical WWE style. And Pete Dunne does things that we really can't believe for the guy. He's got a weird body style too, so it's like intriguing at the same time. Pete Dunne might be the best pure wrestler in NXT and maybe of all WWE. And what I think we're going to get is we're going to see all those styles clashing. Oh, oh I, I like what you did there. Write that down, folks. We're gonna AJ see, Styles we're is going to be showing up at Breaking, see. breaking News tonight. AJ Styles hearing it first. <laughs> I hate it. Yes. We're going to see those things clash with each other and it's going to be amazing. I totally see, and I, you know I love the dream, Bubs. You know how how I feel about him, yes. Both are so high on him. What I think needs to happen, though, is somebody else on NXT, I don't know who it is yet, somebody else needs a feud. And you know who that feud's got to be with? It's got to be with the Velveteen Dream. So that the Velveteen Dream can eat that loss, help that person get over, and move on up higher onto the card. How is Velveteen Dream the go-to guy for putting people over? Like, whoever comes out of a feud with Velveteen Dream looks so much better than what they did before they went into it. He has this knack of getting guys over without losing anything. Yep. He loses matches, but he loses zero credibility. I don't understand how he does it. That's what makes him so special. Mm-hmm. He is an absolute treat. We aren't appreciating him enough. We are not. And living legend think, walking in front of us. Yes. And you are absolutely right when you say that the next big star will feud with him. I don't know who it is, though, and I'm trying to figure that out. I've been thinking about it since yesterday. It was Aleister Black. Black's feud was great for him. Feud of the year. Oh, damn it. But that's the reason I think he needs to lose, is the, the North American Championship has certainly been the undercard, as it should be, to the NXT title. It right, has it's a, a mid-card title. Yeah, and it's certainly felt mid-card, and it's felt like that kind of since it's come along. Nothing has been amazing with it yet. So I think putting it on Pete Dunne, who's going to be my pick here, is going to be going to do great things for it. I like what you're doing with Roddy Strong. If they end up going with that stable thing with everybody holding gold, I forgot that I didn't. Not that I forgot about Roddy Strong being in the undisputed era, but the fact that they could have basically three yes. titles on four guys is is crazy. But Dream should lose it to feud with somebody. I'll figure it out, or Triple H will tell me. Because let we're it cool be like Pete that. Dunn. Let him then feud with Pete Dunn because then Pete Dunn becomes a bigger star afterwards. Yeah, whatever they do, because that's down one for. thing Pete Dunn is lacking is yeah. He's lacking that great feud that puts him over the top. And I think a feud with Velveteen Dream wanting that title back puts him over the top. So I love your idea. I think your idea is better than mine because I want one. I want to see Pete Dunne with gold. Pete Dunne is Mm – we we talk about guys who don't need the gold. 
who are better without titles. Pete Dunn's great no matter what, but he, with a title, Pete Dunn is even better. He's one of those guys that he can put a title, he can, he can elevate a title, and he's someone that needs a title around his waist. Right. Not because he needs the credibility, but because he can make that title better. I don't think he's had anything, as far as feuds are concerned, since he's come to actual NXT America versus his him being in the UK so much, he hasn't had a few. It's very nationalist of you, bub. Right. Okay. Watch so, what you say. Sorry, I should verbalize that better to not offend people. Yeah. But he hasn't been in a feud here in NXT that has been investing, and I think he'll have a great shot if he has a title around his waist, obviously, to really let everyone else see him who hasn't seen him yet because he had the, the UK title for so long. So. Yes. But good stuff there, Bubs. Moving on. Nobody can beat Shayna Baszler. So no, now geez. Mia Yim gets the try. Unless you're Kyrie Sane. And, oh, well, kind of. But she here's Shayna yeah. still with the NXT women's title. Is this uh, status Where quo? Where it belongs. Where it belongs. I mean, the NXT title, has there been a woman that personified the NXT women's title more than Shayna Baszler? No. I mean, if anyone... If anyone needs gold around her waist, I don't know because she's really good at chasing the title. She's she's one of those that just she's constantly in the title picture and should never be away from the title picture. And it's still crazy to me how both of us two years ago were so against her, and we were and very much like I was ho hum sure. and meh and like I don't see it. Because we hadn't seen enough of her, and it, of course, it could have been just too soon of us to be trying to tell her, put judgment on it. But we were against it because she couldn't talk yet; her charisma was lacking, her in-ring style was still very UFC e, and it's it's it still, still is, is. But she's added a she's layer of storytelling. Exactly, you you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I was thinking, and there's a there's a new dimension to her in-ring style, and. She's gotten better at storytelling. Yeah. And I think that's what really has set her set her on this new path upwards. Right. But she's gone it's been a while now. I mean, she's beaten Bianca Belair, she's beaten Io Shirai, she's beaten Kyrie, she's beaten Ember Moon, she's beaten who else am I forgetting? So all those names. And I don't I don't have a good reason to buy into Dakota Kai, I think is not the... maybe, okay. Not that Mia Yim's story isn't good, not that the feud hasn't been nice, but I don't have a reason really now to to buy into anybody else but Shayna because she's right. keeping the, the division relevant. Other folks mm-hmm. could do that, but why risk it right now when she's doing great things and really going on a historic run with this women's title, something that we really haven't seen in a, in a bit of a dominant fashion because everybody taps or everybody falls asleep to her and everybody and she beats everybody. So not since Oscar, not since Oscar has we have we seen a more dominant mm-hmm. women's champion in NXT, and honestly, right now if we were to do a top five list of NXT women's champions, Oscar and Shayna Baylor, we would be arguing who would be one and two yeah. between those two. Yep, that's that's kind of how far Shayna Baszler has come, and you know. I believe that this match, we will. She keeps the title. It's going to be status quo, but not status quo in the fact that, uh, of course, Shayna won. Mm-hmm. But as in, okay, Shayna won. Who's next? 
Like, because her being such the, the dominant heel champion creates a strong uh, babyface right. challenger. So who's that next strong babyface challenger that we will see? Will Dakota Kai come back and you know be that Bailey esque right. fighter, or you know, or will it be someone that we're not expecting? But I do think Shayna Baszler continues her reign as NXT champion. Absolutely, as do I. The majority of people that lose to her, it's almost like it's part of the checklist now because you move up to the main roster. Ember's gone. Uh, Oscar was gone before that, of course, so we're not going to say that she was part of this. But uh, Kyrie's yeah. up there now. I think EO might stick around for a little bit longer. She's still in NXT, but uh, I like Shayna. I like the status quo. I don't need a reason to change it right now, so yeah. we'll go with that. And the last part of this is a singles match. Candice LeRae against EO Shirai. And what do you think? <laughs> we said, ooh. No, I said, oh, well, <laughs> sound like I said, you. I don't mean you. It was like, uh, like, oh, like, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I'm not too into this match. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I'm going to go ahead and say Io Shirai wins. Sure. But that's just because that's what I want to see. Okay. I don't like people winning because of their association with someone else. And I'm not a huge fan of Candice just yet. But I I like Io Shirai, and I want her to continue building strong momentum. Okay. I'm with you as well. This is unique because I can't recall, at least off the top of my head, a, a one-on-one women's match on an NXT card that wasn't for the NXT championship. So mm-hmm. there could have been, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is this is good for the division because they're putting in relevant feuds. The feud has been decent between these two, and if this is something that's going to keep going forward, we're getting two women's matches on a five card, um, a five match card. Then that speaks well of what they're doing in NXT for the women. So I like Io. I need her to build some momentum. Candice needs to do more to get me invested in what she's doing, and. The futures, I mean, a lot of sky's the limits for that right there, Bob. So, all around, good stuff for NXT, huh? Yes, absolutely. I'm excited for that. Much more excited for that than I am for Sunday night, which we are about to jump into. Yep, after one sidebar topic real quick. And, and it's about NXT, though, so stay with oh, me. Oh, okay. So I'm I, here. I want I'm here. to I want to get your opinion on if it happens, because the... I like to bring up some of the dirt sheets that occur. So, if they do and when they do, we'd like to talk about it. But uh, the a lot of a lot of folks are saying that it's going to happen. So if NXT is on Fox Sports One for two hours on a Wednesday night instead of the WWE Network, in a legitimate form of counter programming to what's going to be happening in October, <laughs> do yes. you do you like NXT on TV or do you think it should stay as an exclusive network product? Who will be running NXT if this happens? Are we saying that it's going to be continued to be run the same way that it has been? I would say status quo all the way around. So Triple H manning the helm yep. for creative? Then I'm all in. Complete pun intended. Oh, yes. Really? And I think NXT produces much more. And of course, I have to see the product. I 100% have to see... The product it would, AEW, be different. it would be different live. NXT would. 
but NXT is the best pro wrestling show on television. Period. With the WWE motor behind it. Exactly. Surprisingly, it has the right people behind it. And as long as the right people continue to run that ship, man the helm, I do think it's going to be the best product to watch. And of course, that's just assuming that that's without seeing what AEW television will look like. Yeah, which we which we can't now, know yet. It's it's too far. We can't. I was one hundred percent a WWF kid until one night my brother made me watch WCW once the NWO stuff started happening, and I saw Diesel and Razor Ramon on there and some of the storylines they were doing in the cruiserweights, and I became a, a bigger WCW fan. So. AEW could do some things that make me go, okay, I think I much prefer this over WWE mm-hmm. because as of right now, I'm not that invested in WWE programming. I can't remember the last time I've sat down on a Monday or Tuesday and watched it live. So, but I've watched NXT. I love NXT. And I've always said that if you add an extra hour to it, I think it would. Yeah. It, it would. It's great one hour. Let's see what happens on FS1 for two hours. Yep, and that's what it would be. It'd be filling a time slot pretty much directly opposite to what Turner would do with AEWN. What it would become is a fight for the numbers as to the, the viewership type of thing to not establish dominance. I hope this doesn't become as competitive as a lot of folks want it to be because you have to realize we're all winners in this when AEW comes on yes. board. We're, no matter what you like... Just pick something you like. You don't have to hate the other product. You don't have to cancel your WWE network. You can just turn the channel. Yeah. Find something that you like. And surprisingly, the most I mean, the majority of folks in the IWC that we deal with love NXT just as we do. And they have their problems with the main roster, just like we do. So now if you put NXT up against AEW, that's a win win. You'll be flipping back and forth for for television basically for basically three different hours, depending on when uh, what the time slots are. So, me saying that, I I am against it right now. I want it to be an exclusive network thing. I think that's a huge draw as to why people keep the WWE network is to have NXT. And I think that that would hurt a little bit of their actual subscriptions. Not a lot because, I mean, fuck, $10 a month, you get every pay-per-view and everything in history. Yeah, but Bubs, you're you're still getting the takeovers, and the takeovers aren't going to be then – broadcast on fs1 they're 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 going to be broadcast on the network exactly you're right you're you're gaining subscribers that way because fs1 you've got a lot more viewership than almost any cable package you get comes with fs1 no matter if you've got you know one of the the big cable companies or you have one of the streaming cable companies so no matter what you have fs1 so those people will then watch nxt or come across it or you know casually view it and go like oh this is interesting oh hey next weekend they're having a big show on the the network i'm kind of into this let me ten dollars let me try this out it's only ten dollars i get the first month free if i i like it i'll stick around (laughs) that first month has been free for fucking ever yeah there's a lot of monster trucks on fs millions they have people out there that have millions of email addresses for free accounts 
<laughs> you fucking bums, and you're everyone out there with a free account. You're the dudes that look for the illegal streaming link for All Out and, and fight for the claim that no one, and then, and then yell at people for not supporting yeah, the product. Fucking bums, get out of here. This is why I call you out. Ah, uh, that shit irritates me. That anyway, right, I, that Summer, that was a sidebar, bub. Sorry. Let's get into SummerSlam. I just want to get through SummerSlam. I, I understand. Well, um, on this, we got ten matches to go through. Oh. Last year, Drew Gulak Gross. was challenging for the cruiserweight title. Now he's the champ. Yes. I liked Drew Gulak back then. And here he is as champ. He's got Oni Oni Larkin. I don't think the challenging yes, is as strong as it. No, it's it could be better. But uh, the cruiserweight stuff is—it needs to fade away soon, at least with the brand itself. Get, uh, what do you suggest? What do you think is going to happen? Does do they migrate to NXT to fill that two-hour slot? Some of them can. If that becomes a thing, they have to add. The roster That's has to good, expand. Right? That wouldn't be a bad idea. No, and I don't want all of them down there. I don't want them to be exclusive to NXT. But that that Why title not? that title can go down there and the rest of them can be split up across different brands we've talked about this before but 205 you've got Cedric itself Alexander making, making a, that a dude, splash that dude's an upper mid card roster. right now yeah. yeah oh god he's he's talented he was in the so. Samoan uh, summit the summit <laughs> <laughs> why why not you mean uh, yeah exactly bubs drew gulak's going to he's going to yes. keep his title here of course, because uh, he's developed. There's a no way Oni Lark can. <laughs> no, right? I, I don't. I, not that I don't think he's going to be talented soon, or he can do better. But give me Drew Gulak. Pre-show though. Keep Why are we the, even talking about the pre-show? Uh, well, I don't, it's not designated as the pre-show yet, but it will it's, be. Oh come on. Okay. Yeah, All right. Stop. Sorry. All right, Bubs. Trish Stratus is from Canada, and uh, yes. they need uh, some pop here in Toronto, so they're going to put her against Charlotte. Okay, then put Edge on the show. What I mean. <laughs> That's <laughs> let's stupid. get every Canadian. We got Kevin Owens. Yes, that's true. But he's come on. He's from from Quebec. <laughs> that's a difference. That's yeah. a, that's its own part yeah. of Canada. Toronto's New French, York. French right. Canada. Yeah, French Canada hates the rest of Canada. <laughs> They're so high and mighty. Uh, fucking from French. Winnipeg, Manitoba. <laughs> um, but um. Do you care? Do, do you yes. care about Trish Stratus? Ama- amazingly, at this no. point in my career, as a fan, my career, I don't. There's, there's talk about this being her retirement match. Hasn't she been retired she for retired. a while now? Yeah, she retired like forever ago. Okay, so why? This doesn't even mean anything for Charlotte. If Charlotte beats Trish Stratus, it does nothing for Charlotte. If Trish, if Trish wins, it's got to be Jeez. knock it off. I'm sorry. If Trish wins, it's got to be considered a fluke, right? Because you can't put Charlotte in a position like that to lose any credibility, even against the Hall of Famer, who's well past her prime. So does Trish win for the showcase sake of the, match? Is it a crowd it's match? Like, it's a match where you just go out, both women put on the best match that they can, Charlotte wins, and then Trish just bows out. Like Okay. If all right, that happens, I'm cool with it. If it's a six-minute match. Put on a show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't. Uh, yeah. Trish loses. Char- Charlotte wins. Okay. Good. I'm with you on there. Are do you care about Goldberg? Because in Saudi Arabia, he had a. I mean, it, it didn't Wolf. work out. Him and the Undertaker just didn't work out. Wolf. What I do love that is wasn't him a getting matchup though. It wasn't. And to be fair, neither of them. I mean, yeah, clashing styles. It's just not a thing. But I like him getting a redemption match. 
and I like him getting Ziggler because Ziggler sells for everyone. Goldberg is going to look amazing in this match. He's going to hit it's his gonna moves. Be, it's going to be akin to his 2016 run where okay. he just destroyed people. and he Spear, had Spear Jackhammer. That's really what I want. Yeah. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be a, at most a minute, minute and a half. Okay. Ziggler's going to take a spear and do some Shawn Michaels circa 2000... 2005? <laughs> yes. He spears him out of the ring. <laughs> yes. And then he comes back in and gets jackhammered. He oh. comes up, he pops up, runs around, and then falls back down. All just to show up. Greatest match of all time. Please go back and watch. No, that's the fourth time you have plugged that in the last couple months. It's so underrated. It's not. It's absolute trash. It might be the most entertaining match of all time. For entertainment purposes, I can't lie because I do like laughing at that one. But this is what I want. That's going to be our next paper review is SummerSlam (sighs) 2005. Fuck, I walked into that one. Uh, I want this to. I want this to be a, a two-minute match. I want. Yes. I want Dolph to, to maybe hit a super kick, but Goldberg no sell it or something like that too. Exactly. And yes. we just get Goldberg looking really strong. The perfect dude to make him look great is Ziggler. So this is why it's being done. Yep. I love it. Give me Goldberg. Or maybe. Do we see Shawn Michaels at all? I don't think During we see him match. or we see Miz. I don't. They've they've okay. already announced for the. And what's been the point of that whole nothing thing going? Okay, it thank was... you. Which is why I'm not looking forward to SummerSlam. Okay, Goldberg wins. Okay, good. Uh, heel AJ Styles. The OC is looking strong. The best AJ Styles. We've got Luke Gallows wearing face paint. We've got tag team titles on them. He's your United States Champion against Ricochet. 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 My man, when are they going to give him? Script. When are they going to give him promo time so that he can prove? He needs to work on his promo. Okay. Skills, his delivery, his. There's a lot he needs to work on when it comes to his persona. Okay. He doesn't have much to work on in the ring because what he does, he performs when he's in the ring, and Absolutely. this is going to be another example of that. I do think AJ Styles wins, but it's going to be. It's going to be a good match. I don't think they're going to get enough time to make it a great match. But AJ AJ Styles retains um, because heel AJ is the best AJ. but, But you're right. When is Ricochet going to get more time? When are they going to trust him? with more time on the mic. He's got to prove that he can perform. There's a lot of hands in the back that are slapping him on the rear end every time he goes out saying, go get him, kid, because we trust you as the next... The next big thing and his ring work. I'm sure he slaps himself on the rear end. Sure. <laughs> the the ring work needs nothing really done. He can work on on some psychology or something like that. That's going to come with time too. But all he needs yeah. to be able to do is we need to see him talk more. We need to see. I need to see why I'm invested into the character aside from his right. great athleticism. And we haven't gotten that yet. It's. To, he hasn't really been on the main roster all that long either. So, but, but it goes into what we discussed just a couple days ago when we were talking about the greatest promos of all time, the, the greatest talkers of all time. A lot of these guys weren't great in the ring. They were B, B plus at best, minus you know a Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. But their ability to talk themselves into big moments is what made them 
so good. And that's something Ricochet, I don't, that's just something that you're born with. It's hard to teach it. And it's something that I don't think Ricochet has in him, but if he can at least be, because AJ Styles isn't a great promo, but he does good enough. Yeah, he gets by. So, yeah. so if Ricochet can get to that level where he does good enough, then he becomes a much bigger star. Okay. And I think that's what the rest of the year will give him a chance to do, I'm hoping, because he doesn't win here for the sake of at least keeping all the gold around the OC for now, because I'm liking that that heel stuff. I just want doing. Stables to hold all the yeah, gold. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the way forward, I'm hoping. Survivor Series is going to tell us like, a lot of good stories, I think. So we'll get that one. This should be a great match, though. If they get time, this is your match of the night. If they don't get yeah. time, then it's eight minutes of good stuff. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, Bubs, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt and or The oh. Fiend. We don't know who is coming out, or actually Balor could be Demon. We don't know any of this. But oh, uh, if he's Demon, The Fiend's career is over. Sh- I know, that would ruin everything that we've done with Firefly Funhouse for the last <laughs> months. But uh, this sh- everyone, what we want here is we want to squash, but, yeah, we, can- but yeah. we cannot squash Finn Balor, can we? You can't, but... So this is twofold here. I mean... One, you want a good... Finn Balor's capable of putting on a tremendous match. And Bray Wyatt's never been known as someone who can put on a great match. Mm -hmm. So do you want to build The Fiend as just a powerhouse? Do you want to build him as someone who can perform in the ring? And where does WWE want to go? Because... They can go the route of Finn Balor's a, a borderline top level star. Yep. So if the Fiend comes out and squashes him, then Bray Wyatt is instantly a credible superstar. Do you want to show that Bray Wyatt can overcome, you know, a top level guy? So you have kind of a longer match where both guys get in their stuff, but ultimately Bray Wyatt wins. You know, where does WWE want to go with this? That's the question, and yeah. that's what we got to try to figure out on how this is going to go. Because if Bray Wyatt comes out and just lays waste to Finn Balor, then you know he's instantly a credible top-level guy. But if he does come out and lays waste to Finn Balor, and then we get a rematch, and with WWE's 50-50 booking... The demon comes out and then beats the fiend. Then, what is what has all of this been for? Right. Bray Wyatt's instantly back to where he was before. And they've they've taken so much time in building up Bray that it really is adding a lot of intrigue. This is the thing I'm most interested in on the entire SummerSlam card. Is is for one, what is Bray Wyatt's ring attire? Is he Bray Wyatt or is he the Fiend? Are they going with this formal character that he is the Fiend when he wrestles? Or is it just Bray Wyatt? Is there a mask? Is there not a mask? Is it all the same moveset of old Bray Wyatt? I I care about a lot of that stuff too. And then, after all that is said and done, how long is the match? Because that does two things. It either builds Bray Wyatt and crushes Finn Balor, or it puts them both on the same level playing field. If they have an 8 or 10 minute match and it's back and forth, but Bray wins... It still protects Finn Balor a little bit, but it, it doesn't do any of the credibility of all these 
um, backstage promos that you've been doing with him and the Firefly Fun Funhouse stuff. You don't think so? You don't saying, think he, if it's a back and forth match, but the Fiend still finds a way to win? Maybe he uses some head games to win after a good back and forth contest. Like you don't think that does anything for I think, him? I think, I think it, does it does very. I think it does very little. It does something positive, okay. yes, but. If they are really kind of all in, like at least the rumors are that that this character is going to be treated differently than others, then I think they need to show that they have a chance to do that with Finn. But it also it's a double edged sword because he's okay, but, your, he's your Universal Champion prior. If they start mentioning yeah. that on commentary, so that can, means a lot. Hear me out on this. So let's say Bray Wyatt comes out and he's Firefly, Firefly Funhouse Bray. Nice one. They, they just. Yeah, okay. and they're just having Love a regular-ass match. Love it. It's back and forth, lights cut off, come back on, and he's got the Fiend mask on. Right. That's And then he he beats Finn pretty quickly after that. Right. I think that does quite a bit for that's, the character. And that does transition. quite a bit of character development also. That's kind of what I want to see. I want to see both characters out. And if he comes out in his happily, you know, his circus music, and that's his entrance, but then the music stops, and then it goes black and he's wearing the mask in the middle of the ring and then it's a squash that still no, no, does see, something I, for me but i think it should be i like the idea of them having a long form kind of match okay and then bray is you can see the frustration start to build he can't quite put away and he has Finn, to find so the fiend he, he goes to the he goes to his dark place he he just he starts screaming let let me in let me in and then the lights cut out yeah. And when it comes back on, he's got the mask on, and he hits Finn with the mandible claw. Mm-hmm. Then that's what I want. I want the theatrics somehow in this match. Yes. I need that's, to see uh, it. That's I need, that's and what that's, theatrics. That's what this is all about. Yeah, that's what his character's been based on. That's the stuff they've been doing with. Well, hell, they did Kurt Angle. They did Mick Foley. So if this is what we're gonna get, I want theatrics. I want this to be over the top. I want it to be different. And he has to win one way or another, but I do think that they have to they have to remember who he's up in the ring against and what that does to Balor. If it's a loss, how important is it? Is it nothing? Are we going to forget about it? Or if he gets squashed, what does that do? I think that that's that, why it needs to be a competitive match to keep Balor credible. Yeah, Bray Wyatt for the win. Yes, Bray Wyatt wins. Okay. Did you know if Kevin Owens loses, he has to quit WWE? I've heard something about that, maybe. Yeah. Shane, yes. Shane McMahon had a great segment where he whooped Kevin Owens' ass on SmackDown the <laughs> other day, uh, Go on the Go Home, that was you, that was nice. Are you as tired of Shane McMahon as everyone else is? Because I'm into it. I like a good well, the heel character, heel I'm, I'm, authority figure. I'm tired of him from a, a character good. perspective. Um, I do wish that he wasn't actually as involved as he is, but he's doing great stuff with the character, so I have really no complaints, I honestly. I'd, I want to see less in-ring stuff of his mm-hmm. and just more just the character. Right. So that's what Vince McMahon was. Mr. McMahon was less in-ring and more... Mr. McMahon didn't call himself best in the world. He just did everything he could as a character to screw over Stone Cold. Yeah. So I wish we saw less in-ring stuff of Shane, less best in the world Shane, and just more just screwing over or yeah. trying to screw over Kevin Owens. He has been around a lot. He's taking up a lot of screen time, and he's gonna—he's been on every yes. pay-per-view it seems. Of course, so the, winning though—that's the problem. If he loses here, I mean, not that it'll write him off TV or anything, but I—I would—I would want him to take a legit step back and have to go do something else so he can not be associated with 
anyone else, you know, having Drew McIntyre by his side for a while, I think is hurting McIntyre because McIntyre is not on this card. Yeah. So things like that are kind of holding other people back. And Kevin Owens is starting to do a lot of good shit on SmackDown specifically. So everything, it's all the writings on the wall for KO to win here. And not, I don't think Shane gains anything by winning. So hopefully they go the right route and give it to Owens. I do too. And I also, I, I think Kevin Owens wins. Shane McMahon should take a step back because that's kind of what all the writing on the walls are saying. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say Kevin Owen wins. But what? But if he does win, where does he go from there? What's his next feud? I don't know. I mean, upper card stuff, right? Like, why is he not involved? I mean, honestly, I want him involved with Randy Orton for the title after this, if I had to pick. That's what I <sighs> yeah. would want. But Kofi's going to chase him after this. I know. And it, Spoiler we, alert. We can get that. <laughs> we'll talk about that one. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully something serious for Kevin Owens so he can get back on the right track. If he's going to be a face, I'm all for it for a bit. Yes. But I don't know. Bailey buffs. Ember Moon. SmackDown women's title. Bailey wins. Bailey wins. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have not been invested either. Bailey wins. Uh, maybe Sasha Banks shows up. Okay, I said that last time, and <laughs> and you got nothing. I'm not saying it again. Okay, Bailey good. wins. Bailey wins. Moving on. Bubs. Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton with the story. Okay. Ten years of storytelling at hand here. Finally, I I'm know. invested. WWE Championship on the way. line. If it went our way, mm-hmm. Randy Orton wins. And then Kofi chases him for a while. Okay. Afterwards, that's if it's our way. Uh, what's Vince? But way? Kofi's been booked very strong. So strong. <laughs> we act like he's been champion forever. He's only been champion since uh, April. What April? Yeah, it's four months. It feels like a long feels time. Feels like a long time because he, he hasn't lost. He's just doing great he shit. He hasn't. He's been doing really good. I I love how strong they've been booking him. And how great of a story would that be if he beats Randy Orton? The ultimate the ultimate Kofi win. That that yeah. would be the, the 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 penultimate Kofi moment. But how bigger of a moment would it be if randy orton wins and then kofi wins it back later on yeah he 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 fights and claws and wins the title back why not trade the title back and forth between them for a little bit i hope that this gets taken advantage of because this is a very unique situation not very often do you have 10 years or so even close to it of an actual story you can reach back into and grab I said this three weeks ago, I'll say it again, that if Kofi beats Randy Orton and defends his title, walks out of SummerSlam with it around his shoulder or waist, it's a more important win than him beating Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania because of his ability to not only win the championship, but he's held it now for four plus months, beating Randy Orton, who's a 13-time world champion, who there's invested storyline with over a long period of time. It shows a lot about Kofi from a career progression standpoint, if he's able to do this. And what I want, like you said, is Randy Orton to become a 14-time world champion. And then for Kofi's story to then be, okay, you got me once again. Now watch me take it off of your waist around your shoulder this time and watch how that feels. Don't think you beating me means that I'm going to go back to the bottom of the card. Yeah. 
I'm not going anywhere. You're going to have to deal with me for a while. Kofi goes through the gauntlet again or something similar. And he fights his way back up because Orton still has backstage power. He gets to say the right things to the right people. They don't have to play the same storyline again like they did way back when because there's stuff that they can pull in with that. But now Kofi gets to prove himself once again, and they can trade that title back and forth two more times after that if they wanted. Because it's going to be good enough. Why not make Kofi a two-time, three-time world champion? Mm -hmm. Make his resume even better than what it already is. By the time he's a Hall of Famer, you 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 start thinking, man, what a career! Is Kofi like is Kofi an all-time great? Mm -hmm. Do we put him in that conversation? Do we put him in the Chris Jericho conversation? Like in that echelon, that tier, yeah, of all-time greats. That's a decision they have to make because this. I mean, he's a one-time champion now. It's been a good run, but what yeah. does it look like next year? Does he have another title to his resume? Does he go after the universal title once that picture changes, or is it back to the new day and the new day doing stuff? So, or do we a, see a new day disintegration? We've been at, well. We've been asking that for a while. I've been I saying know, it for a and while. I'm going to say it every pay per view until it actually happens, okay. so we can say, "Ha, I told you." <laughs> but Bubs, you, you, you got to pick here. So yes, Kofi Kingston. My heart, <laughs> my heart wants to pick Orton. Okay. Just for story purposes, however, I'm picking Kofi Kingston to win. Okay. And I can't go back on my word. I said this as soon as they made it official, or, or when it was going to be official before then. I'm taking Randy Orton because I think the story is better, and I think it adds to more yeah, stories not right after with, it. They, they're not thinking that far ahead like we are. Uh, they have to be. Somebody back there is just like us that's positive, that thinks, well, we could tell five stories if we tell this one story. They're like, no, 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 we got to tell the one story. It used to be, but it's uh, not. That's any, what's going to happen. Russo? Where's Russo when we need him? He's, he's listening, actually. He's with us. Hey, Vince. Everyone. Everyone would have a story. Randy Orton winning at SummerSlam for his 14th world title is something that nah. Vince wants as well. So is, yes. uh, I'm I'm going with Randy but Orton. I think Kofi wins and continues this improbable run. Okay. Ran oh, okay, we'll leave it there. Bubs, Becky Lynch, and Natalia. There's another Canadian plug for uh, you. Here's Becky Lynch wins. Okay. All right, moving on. Moving on. Now, do you care about Brock Lesnar no. again and I'll tell you why no. you need to not care I thought you were still on the Becky Lynch thing <laughs> no I was getting off of it quickly I okay. haven't gotten invested to that at all Seth Rollins no, they, 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 off the Becky Lynch train. they've not been doing Seth Rollins any favors really lately he's been looking he is getting destroyed rather, <laughs> rather weak He's his character is a little different than what we're used to and I don't like it. I'm not going to be one of the dudes in the crowd chanting what at him while he's cutting his promo, while he's laying there you know, half beaten. I'm not on that train yet. Some of you fucks are. But I'm also not liking That's what they're doing with him. That's a adjective to use against those people. <laughs> <laughs> I like Brock Lesnar to win because Seth Rollins needs to be able to, to revamp. And he can still chase. I don't want him necessarily out of the picture, but they would probably end up doing that anyway. No. I think once Brock Lesnar is drops the title, then Seth can get back in the picture. But I'm with you. I think Brock wins, retains, and Seth kind of takes a new route. Okay. Because he does need a revamping of his character. Because once he won the title, it kind of went to Snoozeville. Yeah. And then the whole him and Becky Lynch thing. And it didn't do him any favors that he was in 
one feud since yeah WrestleMania. Since WrestleMania. So, I think he does need a revamping. I don't think he wins. If he does, then it. I don't know why, and I don't know what happens next. Yeah, but I, I think the most sense is that what makes most sense is that Brock wins. Yeah, you you can't tell me a convincing story or make me live in a world where Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar twice in a four month period, even dirty in the same year. Yeah, even even if it's by dirty means or him even in DQ style, Brock has been built differently. He's protected differently, and and we want to kind of remember him that way too, because that's where a lot of us draw our hate from him and the actual heat he gets. So I need Brock to win, even if they do a three minute match with a bunch of F fives. I'm really I'm okay with it at this point. I don't care about this feud anymore. I don't. I'm not so invested into the universal title still and or ever. So give me Brock. No. Yes, give me oh. Brock as well. And yeah, moving on. Solid stuff, Bubs. Thank God, we're done talking about something. Strong weekend ahead of us. I mean, give me anything else, and give me—I don't know—I'm give me preseason NHL hockey at this point, God. and I'd be happier than what I'm getting right now. With this is a big four pay-per-view, but I—I I felt more invested in fast lane. Then I don't even know if they had a fast lane this year. No, no, I don't think it was this year. But this, I'm not interested. I'm much more excited for NXT. I'm probably going to watch some of SummerSlam, but I don't think enough big things are going to happen to get anyone invested in the show. But... That's just our opinion. Everything we talked about is what we think is going to happen, what our opinions are. What are your opinions in SummerSlam? Guess what? You can let us know. And and there's many ways to let us know. Our favorite way is to send us a voicemail, a voice message on the Anchor app, which we proudly display during our episodes. Check our previous episode where you hear two of those voice messages. That's true. You can also let us know on Twitter at CAE Wrestling, at Chris B. Quick, and at Kenny Oak Sports. You can also hit us up on Facebook, Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. You can also hit us up on. Are you still? You're still working the Instagram angle, correct? Yeah, I, I, throw, I throw some stuff out there every now and then, mostly yeah. pictures and some links to the website. So if you're on there, like our shit. I'll like your shit. So, so much good stuff. We. Well, we, as in Chris, produces so much social media content, a lot of content. that you will get lost in it. My fingers. But please, please let us know what you think SummerSlam is going to be like. Are you excited for it? Are you on Chris's level of excitement? Are you on my level of disenchantment with meh. it? You're so mad. Let us, let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know your predictions. And we can't wait to see... To hear that, see what happens, see who was right, see who was wrong. And we're going to get into that next week. Also, when we talk about the semifinals of the greatest bracket ever created. The well, greatest. Yeah. The, yeah, until our next until one. the next one. Greatest made. talkers of all time. Check that out next week. Need, thank you I guys for joining us. Yes, please go vote. Um, I don't think the. 
Some some of these guys need some votes because it, it, it it's the, been a runaway. Now they're they're becoming runaways, but I want your interaction yeah. either way. Leave me some messages so we can talk about it, and we'll put you on the show too. Yes. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for listening. We can't grow the show without you. We can only do it together, and together we can make wrestling great again. Thank you guys.